Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of O Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where me and my wife, Erin, the band O Jeremiah, sit and talk. We talk about feelings, we talk about music, and we talk about our band, O Jeremiah. This week, we talk about our brand new single. It's called Pretty Boy. We recorded it in mid-pandemic in Nashville, Tennessee, with our really good friend, J.D. Tyner, and it comes out on Friday. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out, this Friday, you can listen to it, or Thursday at midnight if you are a night owl. It would mean the world to us if you stream that song until you just couldn't stream it anymore. We also talk about, on the Patreon portion of the podcast, our introduction back into live music. We played our very first show of Pandemic. We talk about that. We talk about getting back out on the road, talk about touring, and just the feelings we had. It was a really great time. And it was a really good chance for us to really sit down and process kind of all that stuff. If you want more of the podcast, go to ojeremiahtalks.com or search ojeremiah on Patreon. Soon we're going to be releasing an acoustic version of the song Pretty Boy exclusively to Patreon. And there's a ton of other great stuff on there. So if you're into that, go check out our Patreon page. Okay, here we go. A super fun episode of O Jeremiah Talks. Let's get into it. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will kill it together. Yeah. What a week. What a week we had. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Coming in fresh. It's a Tuesday evening. It's Tuesday evening. We're like we're down to the wire on this pod. Yep. Because we I mean we edit these things ourselves and we just like churn them out. And we usually do it over the course of like two days, but we haven't stopped. Why is that? I know. We played, played a, a show. show. Yeah. Wow. It was a great time. Yeah. Uh, we will we will get to all of that stuff. For sure. How do you feel? Let's jump into feelings. I need we to know. We haven't done a feelings wheel in a while, and I kind of regret that. Okay. Well, let's make it right right now. Okay. Okay. Wait, don't we guess each other? Uh, yes. I feel like we need to we need to dip a little bit into the Enneagram for this. Because oh, I was like, how did you know I was thinking about that today? Because, but I text you. Yes, because you text me. Because I tell me. you everything. Because we're soulmates. Uh, well, you are a nine on the Enneagram. I am a seven on the Enneagram. So I am better than you. No, I'm just kidding. I, I feel like a seven and nine, I mean, I don't know if this is certain, but I feel like a seven and nine are the most opposite numbers. I, I think I would say the, it would probably be an eight and a nine. I don't think so. You don't think so? I no. love that. Okay, cool. How very eight of you have, to debate that because with me. Because we have very, uh, we, we both have deep anger inside. That's not your. Oh, no, I don't have deep anger. That's not your. What I have, is, what I have is your, shallow anger. No, no, no. What is, fear is your. Yes, fear is my thing. I'm scared of everyone and everything all the time. No, you're not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. You're oversimplifying it. I'm, I couldn't be more okay. in detail with how I feel. Speaking of the Enneagram, I was just listening to a, my one of my favorite podcasts. I would say it's probably my favorite podcast because I listen to it more than anything else. Is Annie and Eddie Keep Talking. You don't listen to our podcast? Sorry. Actually, I did the other day and it was really funny. Did you I listened enjoy to it? the one, the John Mayer one, where I opened because our friends were telling us that they listened to it recently with their kids in the car. Yeah. And I wanted to rehear the story of me peeing on my sister. <laughs> And if you need a good pee story, that's it's way back we when. We all need a good pee story. It's about a year ago. Oh, Jeremiah talks about John Mayer. 
Love it, that. It doesn't Love relate, that. but anyways. It doesn't. No. So, but no, I, I listen, all that to say, I listen to it. But the podcast that I am a huge fan of right now is Annie and Eddie Keep Talking. I've listened to all 100 episodes that they have just completed in a year. Wow. That's how you know, right? I'm like That's really dedicated. Know. Yeah. But they were talking about Enneagram stuff, and Annie's a seven, Eddie's a four, and I find, I think that I love the podcast a lot because I feel like I learn more about you in listening to her describe herself. Yeah, she is a great uh, spokesperson of the Enneagram seven. Every time I hear her, like, I don't really like that churchy culture. Like, you, you like that world more than I do. Like... The way they talk sometimes annoys me, but, like, I really like her. Like, I think I would be buds with her, and I think it's because, like, when I'm in a healthy spot, I see all of the best parts of myself in her. Yeah. Like, I can I can celebrate myself because I see it in her and I like it in her. She just seems so genuine, and I, and I really do feel like I am friends with her sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you slid into her, her DMs one time and... and she answered you. And so that's like Instagram best friend. Totally. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> whatever. But anyways, they were describing on an episode I was just listening to about like if you kind of they're relating their Enneagram number to like a, the speed at which they get things done in life. Oh, and she was like, I get it done before I ever knew I had to do it. She was just saying I can, she was expressing that she just noticed in her life and her friends kind of had to call her out for it of like, hey, you're, you're going too fast and everything. And like, I, I guess like a tendency to like bulldoze and you're not really, you're not really leading well in response to it mm. or whatever. And so I started thinking about like, I think I, <laughs> as my personality number and everything i am a steady 45 miles per hour in everything that i do yes and 45 miles an hour is great when you're on the back roads but sometimes on the interstate you're at 45 yeah it's just like your constant like pace of just steadfastness yeah and i i've learned a lot of in the last week about my fear in life okay and I would say the things I am f- afraid of most are related to physical fear. Like getting punched in the face by a stranger? What do you mean? No, no, like tornadoes, getting in a car accident, uh, playing a game, like a sports game with friends. Are, oh, so like you're, it's all you're literally based. afraid like, I don't, that I, you're going to get hurt. Yes, and... I seek, I'm such a comfort seeker mm. in general, mm. and that's a, that's comfort in every area, but especially physically. Yeah. My number one rule for fashion is it has to be comfortable. Yeah. So I think that's what makes me feel the safest. And so 45 feels very safe. Like one time we had a tire blowout with our friend in the car with us, and we were headed to a Birmingham to like go to a friend's birthday party, a little kid's birthday party. And tire blew out, so we couldn't go. So we had to turn back around, and the the only open tire shore was like an hour away. And so we we drove on the spare, and we could only go like forty five on it. And you were in. And heaven. I was like, "It's really not. This is a really nice drive." <laughs> so it's funny, also to me, that people going fast around me do, does not really affect me. I guess it's kind of like me in New York City vibe, is yeah. I feel like I can keep like a very steady. 
Yeah, you stay on the right side and let everybody pass a you. Steady pace, and yeah. you're fine. You're just like, wow, that car was really cool as it went by. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that. So, I, I like that. I like that sometimes, but it's also because I'm going that slow. It's not that difficult to go slower. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't take much for me to come back down and like come to a halt. Yeah. I agree with that. So, um, and I think that's where you and I miss each other when we miss each other is because I want to go. Like we got in the car to head home on Sunday and you were already planning for OG Jeremiah shows in the fall. And I was still trying to like, uh, recalibrate from the weekend. Yeah. And that's, and for me, it's like, yeah, we, I, I was without this for like a year and a half. All I've thought about is this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready to get on the interstate and drive as fast as I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would say the, the time of day in my life that I'm thinking most ahead is at night. Like I'll start, that's whenever I start kind of like essentially like daydreaming for what my future is going to be. Yeah. But I've, I've found lately that, and we talked about this recently of how, uh, I got, it was really easy for me to get in the habit of looking towards the weekend, like a regular, like nine to fiver Yeah. and how before we would work on the weekends. And so we'd rest, you know, cause I can pick up like the energy of like the feel of people relaxing on the weekend and, um, shoot. I knew it. I could tell, I could see, I saw that thought go. It. Yeah. I saw you look out the window and your thought went out the window. You I were just. Yeah. I can't stand that. I yeah, know I say but that every time. You you have to be able to stand it because it is so much of who you are. <laughs> Grandstanding into nothingness. How long is it has it been that way? Oh, since I've known you. It's it's bizarre to me. It feels new. No, it's not new. It is it's such a strange feature of your person. I was talking You'd about You'd be like the thing I hate what, about global warming. Stop. What were we talking no, about? No, I try to get more intense to bring it back. Can you remind me what I was talking about? I can't. Now I'm now I'm mad at you that you got my hopes up that you were going to blow me away. <laughs> and then you were just like, uh, you want to talk about anything else? Oh, I was talking about like getting ready for the weekend and like planning. Oh, this is the most. <laughs> this is ironic as mess. <laughs> I literally was going to say this. This is the most present I've ever been. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just. <laughs> but that doesn't feel true at all, because of my thought just leaving me. But I, but I do. Getting in COVID life, having that nine to five ish feeling, of life, and just like looking forward to something on the weekend. That's what I was kind of living for. Yeah. I was like very much like oh on well on Friday I get to do this, on Thursday I get to do this. But, like, over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed I've been very, like, oh, what's today got in store? I'm very excited for today. Yeah. And I, I'm i looking forward to – I'm, just, ladies and gentlemen, that was Erin sneezing. She sneezes like a fairy tale creature. <laughs> <laughs> I backed up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm ready to get to work, though. Like, I know that you are being present, and that's great, but – I'm ready to play. I'm ready yeah. to look forward to like we've been we've been in hibernation. I'm ready to stretch and get back to work. Kind you know. Of, speaking of stretching, we got some some scratches to do, some stretches to do for shows. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to the show part of the show. Uh Yeah. Let's um What you still haven't told anybody how you feel. You just went on this weird tangent of like Oh, you were talking about I'm Enneagram. so present and I just but and you I'm, still haven't even mentioned how you feel. Okay, Enneagram. You were saying we needed to get into that because sleeping at last 
Ryan O'Neill posted a little snippet of he him playing his song Nine. And if you haven't heard his songs written from the perspective of each Enneagram number, highly recommend. Highly. I liked the song whenever it came out. Of course, everyone was like very touched by their numbers, but like he posted a snippet today that just I I literally teared up and then I was like, I wanna play this and so I pulled up the chords and started playing it on piano and I just really started crying. Like it just the do you have the lyrics that I sent you? Uh yeah. Do you mind reading those? Because yeah, sure. it just like it moved me so deeply of how because I text you not five minutes before this and I said I feel like I'm think so my birthday's coming up and I and I and I'm in this headspace and I'm trying to reschedule students for the summer. I'm transitioning out of a job. Like I, there's like a lot of like things going. There's a lot of moving parts in my life right now. Yeah. And I felt like I I'm just really trying to accommodate everyone but myself. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the verse is, it looks like empathy to understand all sides, but I'm just trying to find myself through someone else's eyes. So please show me what to do to restart this heart of mine. How do I forgive myself for losing so much time? And that's just like heartbreaking for me because I, I do spend so much time in my thought and worry of how other people are. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm not ever like it. I can't even answer how I'm doing. Yeah, you you still haven't said how you feel. You you legitimately are. I mean, like, that sums it up. I feel I think regret for wasting time. Because mm. I wanna, I wanna accomplish my goals and like achieve stuff for myself. Yeah, and, but I also think you get bogged down in like this sense of losing time that you don't celebrate the things you've actually done. No, I know, cause like I, I know, right? I'm in school right now. How have I not celebrated that, like, I went for it? I don't know. Your brain is mean to you often. Uh, like, it's like you will you will be grieving the loss of something that you're in the middle of. Like, how many times have you pet noodles and been like, I'm going to be so bummed when she dies? Mm-hmm. That's like, you, you say that about her more than any nice no, thing. No, I don't. You do. It comes up all the time. Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> all about you today. Sorry. Wow, you're no, I'm not, not I'm, doing awesome. No, I'm doing great. I'm uh, flawless, actually. Um, if you look, your new summer hat is on top of your speaker. Yeah. And it looks kind of like a cowboy speaker. It is. And it's a good time. It's a cowboy speaker. Okay, let's How talk about... No, I'm good. doing great because this week, ladies and gentlemen, we are releasing a new song. Oh, yeah. So at the beginning of pandemic, we went to Nashville and it was in, I think we went in like August, if we I went, remember correctly. We went right after I got my haircut. It was, it was July, August. That's right. It was August 7th because you had just gotten your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do not, uh, I do not mark my calendar based on your haircuts. I but just remembered it was hot out. I remember it being August and I remember it being hot out. And bangs be sweaty. But we we recorded Pretty Boy, the song that we're releasing on Friday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, we're releasing it this Friday, May 21st. And th- we recorded the song to cure our blues of pandemic. We went to Nashville to get out of town, and we had no business recording a song. We had just released Joymonger. We just needed a trip really bad. We needed a trip. We needed to get out of town. We were so tired of our apartment. We were tired of not being able to do anything. We were we were just frustrated. And 
I had been listening to a lot of the band Haim. And every time I say that band name. I know name, it still doesn't feel right. I know. Every time I say that name, I think like, oh, this time I'm going to do it. I I'm going to nail you. it. I would never time. correct you on it, though, but I trust you. I, I, I want to. I would say Haim. Don't worry about it. Haim. Haim. But they say Haim. I wouldn't worry too much about it. It sounds like the Street Fighter noises. Well, Haim. Hadouken. Like, no. that's what it sounds like to me. Let's move on. Okay. Um, I feel like you thought I was, like, about to say something cancelable, but that's literally how they sound on the Street Fighter games. That was, like, a... No, no, no. That was a textbook per- perfect impression of I Ryu. Just, I can't really express how much I just, like, don't care how no, to no, pronounce no, that, I get that. Name. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That's totally fair. But we went up to Nashville really to cure the pandemic blues. That was the whole reason. And we wanted to, like, eat out, eat at different places. Yeah. Because that's what we're used to. And yeah. And did we have a good food. And Heim. Do you remember that? That's how I want to say it. Heim. That's good. how I want to say it. Do you remember how much food we had? We had a lot of food. A fun food. And... <laughs> That was whenever Joyland Burger opened in Nashville. Heck, yes, it did. Yes. Joyland Burger has gluten-free buns, gluten-free fried chicken on a stick. And gluten-free fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. It was great. It's I had a like, great time. I had french fries, I had a cheeseburger, and I had um, chicken on a stick. It, yeah, we were all miserable we after. We here for it. But it, it, you never get to have junk food anymore because oh. of... Because of gluten. I have to fry my own chicken. Who's it's got time in, for that? Gluten is everywhere. Gluten's everywhere. But we went, everything <laughs> at Joyland is like $4 more than you want to pay for it. But the gluten-free price was equal. But it was delicious. Amazing. Delicious. Okay, okay. So we went up there. I was listening to a lot of, I don't know if the album Women in Music Part 3 had come out, but a lot of the singles had come out. Specifically, Now I'm In It is the song that I was... Yeah. I hate whenever I do that. I know you. Do, you always do it. It never translates. I, I know it's, it's super weird. But I'm always here for it because in the moment I'm like, oh, she's gonna sing to me. And then when you listen back and you're like, hey, let's make a mental note to not sing on the podcast. And then we do it every episode. Mm-hmm. But I loved that song. It had a huge impact on me. That was probably my favorite album of last year. Was that record? I really, I've always liked them, but I feel like they reached a whole nother level with Women in Music Part Three. So that was the name of the album. Yeah, Women in Music Part Three. And their their whole aesthetic, like they released uh, Summer Girl, which I really liked. It was there was just like this like Hollywood like chillness 70s. to it. Yeah, it was just a it was a very impactful record. To it me. was very uh, what's the movie the the new Quentin Tarantino oh, movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, it was very Once that Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go to Nashville, and I had written this song during pandemic that I was feeling inspired by that, but I knew I couldn't, I could not do what they do. I was very present of like, if you try to do this, it will not sound good. Okay. But I was listening to a lot of it. I sat down right there on the floor of the studio, and I wrote "Pretty Boy" in one swoop. Mm-hmm. It was like three chords over and over, and I was having just a blast. Just. We were we were lonely, we were bored, we were sad, but for some reason this really jolly song came out. It's a bop. It's a bop. And it's a bop inspired by this one time when I was a kid, I was riding in the truck with my dad, because I'm from Mississippi, we ride trucks there, and That's I was... not unique to Mississippi. I was in... Uh, yes, it is. No, it's not. Show me a truck in Georgia. Okay. We were driving in Mississippi, <laughs> and I was, I was in the passenger seat. Dad was driving. And in a truck? In a truck. Shut yes, up. trucks have passenger seats. No, not the ones in Mississippi. <laughs> so 
the radio was off. We're just driving around, and unprompted, my dad said to me, you know, man, you're <laughs> going to have to get charming because you're not a looker. Mm-hmm. And he said it for no reason. I appreciate you acting surprised, even though you've heard me tell this story a, a million times. And I was like, why did you bring that up? And he's like, I just, like, I think you'll be able to get a girl. You're just going to have to, like, be funny. Because you're not, like, handsome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the thing that struck me wasn't the horribly mean, accidentally thing that he said. It was the fact that he thought he was being super helpful. Uh-huh. He thought he was like, now let me have this father-son moment. He's like, that I really got to tell my son I this. really got to tell him this before hey, it's babe, too late. Go ahead. I don't agree with him. Well, that's the conundrum because I got the girl and I, and I got you oh. because of my charm, not because of my looks. How do you Zing, know that? Because I, I've seen pictures of me. Stop it. What does it. that even mean? No, I do think that that conversation has a lot to do with my self-esteem. Babe, I think attraction is a very key ingredient to a relationship. Are you, are you, that's an, Okay. Do you want to go deeper into that? Are you trying to get a compliment out I of me? I think I was fishing for yeah, a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Just, you did you see me on. cast out that reel? You know how sometimes I will... That was me trying to reel in a video. You just made a sound and it reminded me of cards and I want to play. Okay, great. Stay focused. Yeah, ironic again because I literally was about to say that unlike me, your focus is just incredible for telling a story. What is it? You never forget where you are. Yeah, and you... Love to interrupt me and go, what, what were you even talking? But yeah. So I okay. kind of, I've, I've thought about that a lot. Like I've thought about how my dad, because an important part of the story is he said, like me, like he saw, he saw himself in me. Okay. It wasn't like he was picking on me. He was like, we got to stick together if we're going to make it through this thing called life. Okay. And it was like, the more I look back at it, the and the more I understand the man for that made me, it just makes sense to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, question. So your dad was at the show on Saturday and we played that song and you told a little bit of that story or most that story. Did he talk to you about it? He did not talk to me about it. And I don't think I want to tell that story live anymore. Why? Because I feel like people think my dad is a bad guy when I tell it because that story takes too much context. Like it, you, you have can't to just casually say it on, you have to know, that we look almost identical. Like, we could be, I mean, like, you remember when they had that app that aged you? Yeah, I was really scared of it. It Mine was my dad. Like, I looked just like my dad. You could have just, like, I could have not given Russia my information and just, like, posted a picture of my dad and it would have been the same. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> whenever we were talking at the show, I was wearing my summer hat. He is, like, the father of the summer hat. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, Wow, I'm like staring into my future. Okay. Yeah. So during pandemic, I was reflecting, I was thinking a lot, and that story came up to me. And the opening line, I was 11 when my papa said I needed to learn how to be charming. That that line came to me, and then the next thing I know, if when I get the first line, it's over. The song comes out of nowhere. I, that's that's bananas to me that your brain works that way. What it. You you caught it one time, and it's one of my favorite moments since we've, like, it's not necessarily a marriage thing, but almost like a roommate thing, or I don't know how to say this. Love that. Like, 
it's not my favorite part like of our marriage. Thing. No, no. <laughs> it's not my favorite part of our marriage because you do things that build me up in other ways. But like from a from a bandmate standpoint, you were in the bathroom one time when I was working on a song. Yeah, where are you going with this? Yeah, you were in the bathroom like brushing your teeth or something. I was working on a song in the other room. Love that. And I started the song just kind of came out and I started like I started reaching that level of like, oh, I don't know where I want this to go. And then I started like fishing for it. And you said, I can hear you getting into your head. Like you're losing the muse and you're becoming yourself again. Oh, weird. I said that. You said that. And that was so helpful to me. No, it was so helpful because I, I was like, oh yeah, it's so obvious because I'm like, so forcing this now. Pretty boy was a hundred percent flow the whole time. Did you not know how to identify that before I pointed it out? You, I know when I'm in my head, but it was really helpful for you to be like, this is what it feels like to fall out of it. Oh, interesting. Because it's more obvious than you think it is. Oh, weird. And I just like, I heard the transition. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm such a good bandmate. You're such a good bandmate. You see what I'm saying? That's not like a marriage thing, but it's like a bandmate thing that you did that I thought was super cool. Yeah, that is. I'm cool. You're so cool. Oh, you're so cool. And the chorus, I said honey babe before I knew what I meant with honey babe. It's also our first swear word in a song. Mm, Also, I just realized the next single we have has the word honey in it as well. You like singing the word honey? Uh, The next single doesn't, but the single after that does. I'm saying a single that we have. I didn't say next. You did. Can we rewind the tape? Mm. (laughs) So I, I do love, honey is my favorite word to sing. Honey, don't waste your love on me. Like, I love that word. You have, you have several. Yeah, I just, it's a very pleasing word for me to sing. Mm. And this is, when we played this one at the show, I wish we could have gotten the chance to play this one live before we recorded it. Yeah. Because I would have gone into the studio with much more excitement and much less, are we going to be able to pull this off? Because when we played this show, this song at the show, I was like, this song is going to be fun forever. Yep. And that's what we wanted. We wanted a bop to get us through pandemic. And now we get to release that bop to the world. It's happening. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I, do you think we're going to stay up till midnight on Thursday? I am. I would like to I as would well. like to as well. So, and th- well. So, do on Thursday, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you want to do Thursday night? I don't know. Let's throw a pretty boy party. That's fun to say. Pretty boy party. Pretty boy party. Mm-hmm. So, if you're listening to this, please stream the song on Friday as much as you humanly can. Mm. The It's very helpful to bands tiny bands like us so if you're on spotify stream it until you hate it and then turn it stream down it, and stream it. it yeah i mean like do you think parents are gonna let their kids listen to it because it has a swear word see that my mom said the same thing because she heard the song for the oh, first what time what did she say she was like it's not kid friendly we're our market is not children mm. it just so happens that a lot of our people have, have kids. kids yeah but it's the line is i don't have a damn thing if i don't have you and I promise if I could have changed that lyric, I would have. But it's just, it pops, you know? Sometimes yeah. you got to let a thing sparkle, baby. I mean, we have to have an opportunity to be on Kids Bop at some point. Yeah. Here's our opportunity. Here's our opportunity. I don't have a darn I mean, thing. I don't have a... Crab train. If I don't have you. Crab train. It's crab train. Sold. It's cat food. Uh... So, yes, <laughs> Thursday at midnight, Pretty Boy Drops. Let's do it. We're very excited about it. Before we jump over to Patreon, I need you to tell me one thing that you're super into. Magazines. Okay. 
specifically? Any magazine? I get really excited with a magazine. You love a terrestrial magazine. Terrestrial. Like you love a physical magazine. Oh, man, I'm embarrassed. I didn't know what that was. I'm going to be honest. It sounded fancy. I'm pretty sure that does not apply to the word magazine. I don't think it does either. I don't think it does. But yeah. I, I was really looking forward to saying it when I said it. I thought we could blow past it. And now I'm living in regret. Yeah. I'm really sorry about now it. Now I don't trust you and your vocabulary. That hurts my feelings. Continue. Uh, no, I... Can I be honest? No. Can I go ahead and get myself another birthday present? What do you want now? A subscription to a magazine. Which magazine? Buck Mason? <laughs> No, okay. we already get that because you shop from them too often. It's not a subscription, weirdo. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I kind of want like um, like flea market style or maybe some type of nutrition magazine. Flea market style? Yeah. Like it's basically our opinion. how to style your flea market? How to style the items you find at a flea market, you idiot. How can they know what you get at a flea market? Every flea market is different. That magazine is terrible. Continue. Ever started a collection? So, like, you could get a birdhouse, and they're going to teach you how to design your birdhouse from a flea market? That's all they sell there, right? Go no. ahead. Quit blinking at me. No. No. Listen. But I really I really do want to gift myself with the... I, did, I, did, I love magazines. I think I think I associate it with rela- relaxation. Like, I'm going to get a pedicure on Saturday, and I'm very excited about that. Because I can grab a, like, they have, like, magazines out for you to look at. And so, like, getting a pedicure, looking at magazines, like, that's just, like, definitely my vibe. I've always liked going into Barnes & Noble specifically. Yes. And going on the wall of magazines. Because it helps me. It's like, I never listen to the radio. (gasps) And I never watch TV. It helps me know, like, what is going on in the world. Okay, babe. You just, that's what I'm going to do. Birthday. Some, at some point. Before my birthday, I'm going to go to a bookstore and pick out what subscription I want based on the magazines there. I love that. And I'm going to buy a magazine, and then I'm going to take the little insert they have for the coupon and buy a whole year. I love that. Happy birthday to Ma. Happy birthday to your girl. I love them, Jeremiah. I I know. I get it. I I get it. I think they're very sweet. I think you're very sweet. I'm a sucker for advertising, and there's a mindfulness journal one out there that's so beautiful. Thank you for asking. The thing that I'm super into. What are you into, Jeremiah? Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of get, me. A lot of you this time. I'm so sorry. Uh, the, the thing I'm super into. I picked up this book because of the cover. That's the only reason I got it. And I, someone I like posted it on Instagram. But the book is called No One Is Talking About This by Pat- Patricia Lockwood. You posted kind of a saucy picture of it yesterday. Wait, what was saucy about it? Oh, uh, it seemed a little political. See, I, and it's funny, I don't post political things by principle. Like, on principle, I don't post yeah, political things. Yeah, was it that quote kind of I uh, See, I don't think it was, because the quote, can I read the quote? I uh, Can I'm, you defend it? Because I do. Did you get some DMs that were like, what's up, man? I did. I, I got some DMs that were like, hey, what's going on? Oh, it's already, it's already, lit. but it was basically. Um, well, you, but did you, though? I got, I got more DMs on that. On that post than most of the posts I do. Okay, were they angry ones? No, it was literally, what book is this? Like, because it is a very intriguing passage. And the whole book is basically about, it's like this new experimental type of writing, but the narrator gets insta-famous. 
or she gets famous on what she refers to as the portal, which is social media, okay. because of a tweet she makes or whatever the social media is in the book. Doesn't really say, but uh, and she basically it's her dealing with this new fame and this like surreal type of fame that we now deal with on a daily basis. Okay, and the passage in the book that I posted was really intriguing to me because it was just like this rant about how um, capitalism is something that we should hate, but we also are like bound to it and we love it. So the quote that I thought was really funny was uh, so deep within my heart, I have to hate capitalism, but love seeing uh, romantic comedies in department stores. Like it was like the dichotomy of like, I hate capitalism, but I'm surrounded by it kind of thing. And I just thought it was really cool. But I also love it. Yeah, but I also love it. Yeah. But I really, really have enjoyed the book. I'm like, I'm like a quarter of the way through and I got it yesterday. Like I'm just, I'm just blown. Sometimes you get a book that just does that to you. And this is the book that does that to me. Uh, But not for political reasons. There's no, I'm not hoping to give you political enlightenment. enlightenment. I'm just hoping that you also enjoy. uh, I am absolutely fascinated with social media's toll on us. And that's what I'm getting out of it. I have no interest in in telling someone what to vote for, mm-hmm. but I do love the the way this character is like responding to social media. And almost it seems like because it's told in a fictional way, it kind of makes you do the comparing for yourself. Yeah. So that you can form your own conclusion about what you how your relationship is to social media. Yeah, because I and going back to Would the you, I mean I haven't read it, but yeah, yeah, sorry. But also the political statement-y thing was interesting because I got what is this from both sides of the aisle of like... This is interesting. This is interesting. Like I'm intrigued. I posted that one specifically because on the face it seems political, but to me it does a really good job showing that uh, we have to pretend to be something we're not on social media. Yeah. I just really, I just, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I've laughed mm-hmm. out loud like seven times and it's really hard for a book to make me laugh out loud. Yeah. I just really like it. Uh, I just really want to go to a store right now and buy a bunch of magazines. Okay. Uh, well let's do Patreon first. Sure. Okay. So sure. we're going to jump over to Patreon and talk about shows, which I'm excited Shoot. about. Okay. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.